the board of directors have suggested some sort of a grand extension. Ruthless aggression. Allow me to introduce you to the new general manager of Raw, Eric Bischoff. Who in the green hell are you? I lie, I cheat, I steal. And that wrestle. Welcome everybody to the fourth edition, third edition. What are we on? Episode three? I think we're on episode three of Dits <laughs> versus Josh. I don't know where we're at. I don't even know what I'm doing. But um, it is another week here, Raw versus SmackDown, and uh, let's just get right to it. Who won this week, Dits? Uh, I think, judging by your uh, oh, don't horrendous give me, don't, don't give me that think. Don't give me that think. Don't give me that think crap. You know who won. <laughs> well, it was me, of course. And improved on from last week as well. It was 51% last week, and this week, 52. So I'm going up. This bitch. <laughs> All you so, people yeah, I'll, I'll take that are, you know, I was, I point. have everybody know, you don't see the struggle that this is for me right now. I was winning for majority of this week, and then all of these people decided, let's vote for Dits. Mm-hmm. What the hell happened then? What happened? My thing, my recording completely cut out, that you were stopped for like, 10, 15 seconds. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what are you, what's wrong? Are you just like mocking me at some point? <laughs> A silent mockery. A little arch. But oh well, um, congratulations, right. I guess. Yeah, so if, fucking love it. This is, this is a terrible start to episode three. We've had, well, apart from me winning, obviously. Um, but, I mean, you couldn't get your words out, but I can understand because you've lost two weeks in a row. And then, Technical issues, my end. I can't be doing what? that for an hour. You know what? Just, I'm, I'm not even going to say anything to all of these people that are listening right now. I count on you guys to do the right thing. I clearly had a better show last week. I know I did. I know I did. Right, but if, if our one listener doesn't think that you <laughs> sold your show <laughs> that well, then that's on you. I mean, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I would like to gloat for the next hour, but I won't do that to you. So, you need, you need to redeem yourself because you do not want to see me go free and up going into Backlash next week. I'm not even going to, so I, I didn't even want to think about it because <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I don't even know how to answer that. Because this roar that I have coming up is uh, interesting, so we'll get into well, it soon, I guess. Go for it. Well, f- first of all, I just want to say that uh, I've actually been genuinely enjoying going back and watching these roars. I don't know about you for SmackDown, but I've been actually like, yes, this is cool to watch. But it's very weird taking notes on these shows, and I'm like, whoa, this is odd to 
you don't I don't ever really watch wrestling like this. I don't know about you. Yeah, this is the thing. I've I have enjoyed doing it, but at the same time, like my mind is kind of like, oh, like I'm watching a match. And I'm like, what, what, what point am I actually writing down note or typing notes? I put them on my phone. And what point am I supposed to be making notes right now? I was like, oh yeah, that was that was interesting. I'll put that down. It kind of takes it away, like from the enjoyment a little bit, only a slight little bit. But I am enjoying it a lot. It's good to see stuff that from a different perspective. Because when I watched it before, I was a kid who just kind of accepted everything for what it was. And now when you see uh, creepy Vince through the eyes, of a, and I use the term loosely, an adult, um, yeah, it's a little bit different. You see, I say old man because you're just an old man. <laughs> not really. You're not that much older than me. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is a bit different. But at that being said, do you – I don't know how you take – how do you take notes on a show? I pause. Like, I watch a segment, and then I pause it, and I type out everything I need to type, and then I go and watch, and so I, I like, mean, do I mean, my de- notes. Yeah. It depends on what's, if it's, like, in-ring stuff, like, I can kind of, like, follow along with it and kind of watch, but, like, promos, because I I tend to, like, quote stuff from it, so I have to go, oh, what did you just say? I end up rewinding it, like, two or three times, which is not an easy task on this new network rollout, so... I ended. I think SmackDown this week was an hour and twenty minutes, and I think I, it took me two hours to watch it because it's just constantly crashing on me. Yeah, the, the network the is network. A, the network looks very nice, but the only place I can get it to work, like on demand stuff, is my phone. So I can only watch Raw on my phone at the moment, or if I put it up to my Chromecast. But it doesn't work on my PlayStation anymore. Live streaming is fine, but and it, but it looks nice, so I'm like, oh, visually this is fine, but. They just need to, uh, you know, actually work on being able to play the content. <laughs> yeah, it looks great, but it doesn't fucking work. Yeah, it's annoying. But yeah. hopefully they fix it soon. But they probably won't. No, they'll they'll leave it for about six months before they even attempt to fix it. Yeah, but oh well. Hey, at least I got it to work on my phone. So I would suggest maybe when you watch, well. I mean, we've got a watch along next week, which I'm going to have to do from my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. I'll just have it sitting here. And I'll, just, I'll mm. I suggest watching it on your phone, though. It doesn't buffer. Yeah, actually, yeah. My, um, I watched the last 15 minutes on my phone today, and it was perfect. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't drop quality. It didn't buffer. It's like, works fine. Scrolling on it is a bit hard, but, eh, I mean... When isn't scrolling on the network hard anyway? Why can't it just be YouTube? Why can't they just have the exact same video player as YouTube? Because YouTube <laughs> YouTube works fine. So does actually every streaming service that isn't the network works just fine. It's always the way. Always yeah. the way. And this but is the anyway, expensive one as well. Is it? Oh yeah, it I'd is for me so. too. Yeah. No, we have in this country we have a thing called Netflix tax. What the fuck is that? Yeah, it's fucked. It's basically a tax on Netflix because it's not produced in this country, even though most streaming services aren't produced in this company, but they put it on Netflix and we have to pay like 19 bucks a month for Netflix. Shit. It's fucked. I hate it. I pay pay $7.99 for Netflix, so... Yeah, I pay $19.99. I know Mm. where I'd rather be. Hmm. Yep, but uh, hey, that's the Australian government for you. Um, 
but anyway, enough enough politics talks, am I right? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Raw this week, uh, it's April 15th, I believe. I don't know if I got the date right. I could have got that wrong, but I think it's April 15th, 2002. We're in Texas A&M University. That's where we are this week for Raw. Yeah. So, it, Texan strong crowd. Very Texans just are very Texas driven. Um, Raw opens, of course, with the Cross the Nation show intro. And uh, we, got a, we get a graphic because the undisputed champion Triple H is here tonight. So he's going to be on the show at some point. Um, but Ric Flair, of course, opens up Raw, comes down, and he's addressing last week's incident. He called it an incident with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Of course, Steve Austin last week stunned Ric Flair after Ric Flair said no one is to put his hands on him. Um, he, he says he knows Austin is very anti-authority. Of course, his stuff with Vince in the past, but he said he's not, he has zero desire to go to war with Austin and says that Austin is the man putting Austin right over. Austin comes out to a monster Texas pop. Like I'm talking (laughs) like these Texans went nuts for Austin. I mean, when people, when do people not go nuts for Steve Austin, but Hey, especially in Texas, um, Flair says to Austin that if it, Austin that if he puts his hands on him again, there'll be hell to pay. He's not going to suspend Austin, but he did fine him five thousand dollars. I know. Good God. Flair's just Flair's just fining everyone. Suspe- he suspended Kevin Nash last week. If you remember, it. Um, Flair's just I, on a I rampage. I tend to forget everything that you tell me. Oh, nice. Um, I'm glad that we're <laughs> we're on the same page. Um, yeah. Austin says that Sunday he will kick Taker's ass. He'll kick his ass. So we've already got swearing on Raw, of course. Uh, Taker comes out, says he'll do anything to win. Taker claims that Austin needs Flair's help. He needs his help, apparently. Austin says he will stun everyone's ass come backlash. Taker says that he'll happily kick Flair and Austin's teeth down their throats. Flair makes himself the special guest referee for this Sunday at Backlash. Mm. But then it's not over. This segment is not done because guess who's coming down next? The NWO. But I just of course, Bradshaw. We'll fucking get there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, of course, it's not. It's Nashless. It's Kevin Nashless NWOs. He's suspended. Um, the NWO is sick of flair. Hall says that if stupid tex- that stupid Texas redneck Bradshaw gets didn't get involved. He would have beat Austin last week. Uh, Hall wants Austin tonight. Flair says no. But before Flair can make a match, out comes Bradshaw. Yes. And here comes the brawl. Bradshaw and Austin clear house of Taker and the, and the NWO. And I wrote, fuck yeah, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> But spoiler alert, that's not the last fucking time Bradshaw is on this show. No way. <sighs> you don't understand. I didn't even... You know what? Before this, I didn't even think I disliked Bradshaw. Three weeks into this show and I hate Bradshaw. <laughs> I'm done with Bradshaw. But it was a, you know, it was a fun segment. I gave it 8 out of 10. Um, yeah. Just because, hey, Taker's in it. Flair's in it. It was chaos. There was a brawl. Flair was elbowing his jacket at one point, so... <laughs> I'm fine with it. Um, Flair is backstage. Flair. He's mad. Like I'm talking, he's mad. Like he's throwing shit. He makes the NWO and Taker versus Austin and Bradshaw in a handicap match. 
in the main event for tonight. Yay. All right, and of course, what is the first match of Raw every week? Yet a WWF Hardcore Championship match. Bubba Ray Dudley is defending his Hardcore title against Raven. Um, oh. <laughs> Bubba grabs all the weapons before the before the uh, match even begins. Raven comes out with a shopping trolley of weapons. Do you call them trolleys in over there? Yeah. Or do you call them carts? I don't know no, how... No, no, definitely not carts. They They're shopping trolleys. Trolley. Yeah, shopping trolleys. Okay, we're on the same page. I was very... I was like, ooh. I don't know if everyone else, anyone else calls them trolleys, but yeah, they're trolleys. Um, you know, all the hardcore spots, there's stop signs and there's, there's a spot with a clipboard. Uh, there's plants. There's a little bit of everything. The crowd are chanting for tables. Um, there's a really nasty stop sign shot, shot from Raven to Bubba. Um, I wrote, yo, there is a plant in the ring, a plant. I don't know why I wrote that like that, but I did. <laughs> Um, we got drooling trash can lid shots. Um, they both get up. They're like brawling. Bubba knocks down Raven and starts dancing. <laughs> because that's apparently Bubba Ray's gimmick now is that he's going to fucking dance. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, whatever. After he's done dancing, he hit, Raven hits the Raven effect and we have a new champion. <laughs> yeah, Raven's the hardcore champion. But then Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer comes out and pins Raven for he's the new champion. Then Steven Richards comes out, hits a super kick and pins Tommy Dreamer and we've got a new champion. And then a guitar shot from Bubba Ray to Steven and we've got a new champion. And Bubba Ray dances to celebrate. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> it so was a episode, mess. Episode one, you had Citrus involved with the... Uh... Hardcore title. Week yep. two, you had a dance-off. Correct. And then this week, you have plants. <laughs> and then... Well, to be fair, you actually have a little bit of consistency with Bubba dancing again. So there is that. <laughs> hey. So you've gone citrus about, dancing It's all about that long-term booking here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gave it a six out of ten because it was a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always honest. But yeah, we got Bubba dancing, we got plants, we've got title changes, we got a little bit of everything. Mm. Um, but then it gets better, because backstage with Coach is the returning Sean Stasiak. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> um, I, tonight... And uh, just a little bit before you get into that. Go for it. Um, <laughs> this is actually... I, I will get to it, obviously. This is actually referenced on SmackDown. So I know. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're about to tell me because, yeah, it's not kind. Uh, so Sean Stasiak is returning tonight and he's requested to fight the big show. Oh. Smart man. Um, but Sean Stasiak cuts this promo and I'm not even going to repeat what he rhymes, but he rhymes a lot. In this promo, and it's By fucking. By any chance, obvious. did he say that he was Sean Craziac? Uh, one hundred and ten percent. He said that in this promo. <laughs> I wrote, Sean Stasiak is rhyming in his promo. No comment here. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have a uh, Big Show versus Sean Craziac Stasiak. <laughs> So the opening spot of this match is Sean Stasiak trying to attempt a German suplex on the Big Show. It doesn't work. <laughs> then, then Big Show 
proceeds to fall down. <laughs> oh. And Sean Stasiak works on Big Show's legs for about 20 seconds before Big Show gets up, does his usual chops and shit, usual Big Show stuff, choke slam, and it's over. I gave Welcome it a... Back, Sean. I gave it a 4 out of 10 because whatever. <laughs> okay. That's uh, a bit harsh on Sean. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> um, next, we have Eddie Guerrero backstage with Terry Runnels. Terry says that RVD has accepted Eddie's challenge for Backlash. So, I see title on the line at Backlash, Eddie and Rob Van Dam. Eddie says should the be good. I- Yeah, it should be. Uh, Eddie says the IC title rightfully belongs to him. Eddie says that RVD stole his title and he stole his frog splash. He says he'll be... It says he'll win back the championship, win the Intercontinental Championship with a frog splash because it's frog splash versus frog splash at uh, Backlash. Now, I will mention that Eddie was calling Terry Runnels mummy, mamacita, and other uh, terms along that line for this entire promo. Um, But it's Eddie and Regal versus RVD and Spike later tonight. So there's that. Uh, we go to another backstage segment. Booker T is backstage with Gold Dust. Yes. Booker is angry be- with what happened last week because of the hardcore championship match Booker was about to win and Gold Dust got involved. You know, all of that crap. So Booker's pissed. But Gold Dust actually requested that he and Booker team up tonight and he he got it passed. He got it accepted. Booker calls Gold Dust a gold freak. <laughs> Burn. Uh, Booker is legitimately so fucking confused at Gold Dust because he's just doing all his Gold Dust shit, you know. All of the Gold Dust stuff. Um, Gold Dust says that he and Booker will make box office gold and leaves. And Booker says he's too old for this shit. Oh. He says yep. shit? He says shit. We don't get bleeped, oh. remember, on Raw. Yeah. That's... We don't get bleeped. Yeah. Um... Like it fucking matters anyway, because no one's going to fucking vote for me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, there's a really, 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 really weird backstage segment that has no follow-up from this Raw, but Deborah is backstage, she's holding a coffee, and The Undertaker scares Deborah, and she spills coffee on him. Now, I was going to write in this little bit, I'm sure there's more of this later in the show, but there's fucking nothing. Taker just scared oh, Deborah, no, and she's no there's Austin no follow reaction. up. There's nothing. She just spills coffee on him, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why it happened. <laughs> I was yeah, like, oh, this must be later on in the show. He's gonna like fucking kidnap Deborah, but he didn't. She just spilled some coffee on him after he was like, boo, you know, and like scared her. <laughs> you probably had Vince in the background just going, "That was just shit." Forget or about was that. Like, they no, that re- was, they that was great. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the... What the fuck? I have no idea why it happened, but it did. I mean, it's not unlike WWE to drop things on occasion. I was like, cool. But it gets better because uh, coming up next, we have Crash Holly going one-on-one with Jacqueline. Oh. Now, this is a follow-up of what happened last night on Heat. On Heat last night, Crash cheated to beat Jackie. He put his feet up on the ropes while he rolled her up. So, you know, 
it's it's personal now. Uh, Jackie <laughs> has a like a backstage segment before the match, and she's just going on about how Crash didn't beat her fair, so she requested a rematch, and she got it. Now, uh, if you didn't realize, Jackie is from Texas, so she gets that big monster Texas pop, and uh, the Texans are going wild for Jackie. Um, this match lasts about forty-five seconds. Crash starts the match by starts the match by smacking <laughs> Jackie right in the mouth with a punch. Um, Crash tries to roll her up again with his feet on the ropes. The referee sees it this time. He starts arguing with Crash. Jackie gets up on the top rope, does a missile drop kick, sunset flip, roll up one, two, three, and it's done. Jackie beats Crash. I gave it a six out of ten because it went for like less than a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why it was on the show. But hey, Texas. Um, <laughs> we got Regal backstage with Coach. Coach asked what his reaction is to losing to Spike. Um, he said, what the bloody hell do you think it is? Um, and said it was the most embarrassing moment of his entire career. And then Coach brings up the fact that Regal kissed Vince's ass. <laughs> I was literally about to say surely that was the worst and most embarrassing moment. So now, um, look at coach with continuity. Look at that. Uh, Regal grabs coach by his like shirt, gets really angry and calls him poo. (laughs) (laughs) He says he's a little poo. I'm not even kidding. Regal calls him poo. He's mad. you You had shit earlier in the night and now you've, You've, you've slipped down to poo, which actually is a lot better than shit because you call somebody poo. <laughs> poo. Um, <laughs> there's only poo. one other time when I've heard the word poo referenced on WWE television. And if anyone knows what I'm talking about, it's the classic Eva Marie promo where she says Summer Ray is a piece of dog poo. If anyone hasn't seen it, just type in that in YouTube and you'll find Eva saying that. We won't get into Eva Marie, though, um, because we've got a huge tag team match. It's Eddie Guerrero and William Regal versus RVD and Spike. A little champions versus challengers kind of deal going on here. Um, there's a big brawl to start this match. The crowd is just want RVD. This entire match is just RVD chants. Sometimes I forget how really just loved RVD was. RVD was, like, mad over. And I loved RVD when I was a kid. Sometimes I forget how much I loved RVD because RVD was fantastic i don't know yeah, about you did I, you like i RVD? don't know if you get i am a big fan of rvd um have you been getting the commercials during the show where ca- castrol uh, gtx the, yes no no <laughs> oh. the, the slushy ones and you get a limited edition wwe cup so you've got no. the rock and you got somebody else who's like big but then you also have rvd so like you've only got three there's only three there's no more than three but rvd is one of the three and he features oh. in the commercial as well. Steals the girl. Oh. You got some dorky guy getting the getting the slush and he comes in, steals the girl and says, nah, forget the other two cups. You got to use my cup. And he does the whole fucking thumb to the head. The whole I, gimmick? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, no, I don't get those ads. I get every every ad I have is for Castro GTX. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> every single sponsor spot is that and Subway. I have so many Subway uh, sponsor spots it's like oh my god jr just won't stop talking about subway but anyway i digress um so yeah this is this whole tag team match is like beat the shit out of spike you know get a lot of heat on him so then he can get the 
Um, you know, big hot tag. There's Tilt World Backbreakers from Eddie Guerrero to Spike that look... Holy shit, they would look like pain. <laughs> they just look like pain. Um, <laughs> there's a half-and-half half suplex from Regal to Spike, where Spike lands directly on the top of his head. Um, it's absolutely disgusting. There's a big hot tag spot to RVD where RVD just comes in and is just bonkers. He just takes out everybody. There's split leg moonsaults. There's rolling thunders. Um, you've got a spot where Spike gets tagged back in at some stage, and Spike immediately comes in, runs at Eddie Guerrero, and gets immediately brain busted. <laughs> like immediately. Ooh. Then there's a frog splash. Eddie ends up pinning Spike um, for the win. RVD attacks Eddie. After the match, does like a pump, a pop-up front drop kick, if you can picture that. It looked nasty. Goes for the five-star, but Regal drags him out of the way. Eddie and Regal run off. It's actually a pretty fun tag match. I actually gave it an 8 out of 10, because it was just fun. Um, it was just a really fun tag match. I like watching Spike get beat up. <laughs> Is that horrible? He does it very well. He does. He's just this little dude that just gets tossed around. And he takes some brutal bumps, that guy. Holy shit. And RVD was fun. I love Eddie. Regal's great. So it was a win-win for me. Seems fair. But coming up next is my favorite segments of every Raw. It's what the fuck is Trish Stratus doing this week? You know, (laughs) we should insert some like cool music like do-do-do-do, Trish and the girls or something like that. But, um, I mean... First and foremost, thank you for... I mean, I could tell by your reaction then that you were just enamored with my my cool little <laughs> intro, my cool little theme song for what Trish and the girls are doing this week because uh, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. They've been having, like, segments of the night for me just because they brutalize each other. <laughs> but this week's a little different. This week's a little different for Trish. She's backstage with Coach. Tonight, it's a rematch from last week. Molly and Trish are going to go at it again, but this time... The winner will fight Jazz at Backlash for the WWF Women's Championship. Trish says she will win. She's confident. But in comes Molly Holly. Molly has the WWF Divas magazine. She says, Coach, there's two pictures in here that I'd like you to see, and I want you to pick which one is better. She first shows, in Molly's words, Trish's softcore porn picture. And then she shows her own picture of the radiant angel Molly Holly. Um, Molly thinks that all of these university students, all of their dorm rooms will have that radiant angel on their wall and they won't have Trish Stratus and her softcore porn. Again, two porn references within 25 seconds of each other. (laughs) Molly Holly is a fucking legend. That woman should be in the, uh, just be the Hall of Fame at this point. Um, Molly claims that she will be the first WWF women's champion that is pure and wholesome. Of course, Molly Holly is just pure and wholesome. Now, there's more to that in a minute, but Trish says that Molly is going to be in an un- apparent unfamiliar position, flat on her back. Um, and we come back from the we come back from that backstage segment to Jerry the King Lawler losing his mind because Molly Holly is a virgin. Oh wow. <laughs> And he's, I mean, he's losing his mind. Um, Like, JR is sitting there like, what's wrong with her being a virgin? And he's just, King is just losing his perverted mind. You know how it is. Um, But we got Molly Holly and Trish. I wrote, fuck yeah, Molly Holly, because Molly Holly. 
Uh, Trish got a monstrous reaction. I don't know why she was so as over as she was. Well, I do know why she was as over as she was, but hey. Um, we got a physical start again. You know, last week they beat the tar out of each other. Uh, Molly is beating the crap out of Trish in this match. Um, Molly is out-wrestling Trish on every move. They are, like, doing lots of, like, cool technical stuff. And the crowd, of course. What would they be chanting right now, Dits? I'm going to throw this out there with no hope of getting this right. But I'm going to say puppies. Yeah, they want puppies. Of course. Yeah, they want some puppies. I wrote, we want puppies is chanted by the crowd. Fuck yeah, boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, at this point, though, they are absolutely beating the piss out of each other. Like, I'm talking they are laying their shit in. Um, Molly has a lot of heat from the crowd. Um, she ends up setting up for a Molly go-round. She missed and landed directly on her ass, and it looked nasty. Like, I was like, ow, that would hurt. You know when you land on your butt and it hurts? Oh, like, gotcha. you get that. Oh, my God. It's like she landed right on the top. Like, I was like, oh, that would hurt. Um, we had a chick kick for a near fall. Trish went for a second chick kick, but Molly reversed. O'Connor roll with the tights. One, two. Trish reverses O'Connor roll with the tights, and Trish gets the win. So it's Trish and Jazz at Backlash this week. So uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I genuinely like like what they're doing at the moment. Um, apart from Jerry Lawler losing his mind over Molly being a virgin. There was a line in the commentary from Jerry Lawler to JR. He, of course, the whole match, Jerry Lawler was just going on about Molly being a virgin. And uh, he says to JR, did you know, JR, Molly Holly is a virgin, but still gets more action than you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh, funny, because, you know, it's JR. Um, but yeah, yeah, fun stuff. But uh, from one fun segment to dropping the ball, we have Terry Runnels backstage with Bradshaw. <sighs> They showed him what happened to Kane last week. Uh, Bradshaw is mad at the NWO. Hall versus Bradshaw is happening at Backlash, apparently. Yay. So you have to sit with me while I live react to Bradshaw. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. Um, He (laughs) says that... He says... he, He goes... Bradshaw went on this long tangent promo. It went for a long time. Like, I was like, just end. He's saying that Hall should go to the grocery store and buy a bag of nuts because he doesn't have any nuts of his own. Um, To end the segment, he puts over Texas. Fuck Bradshaw. I literally wrote, (laughs) fuck Bradshaw. Right there, it says, fuck Bradshaw. I'm so done with Bradshaw. But uh, here's here's a little comment that... uh, I mean, is interesting. The NWO backstage. X-Pac, is, of course, is wearing Kane's mask. I didn't really catch too much of the promo, except what X-Pac said at the end. He said, X-Pac says, Texas is full of steers and queers. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I was like, wow, X-Pac. I, uh... I think he stole that from a full metal jacket. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but I'm pretty sure he's stolen that line. Well, it is X-Pac, so, you know, doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Um, hey, but here, here's where things go a little sour. It gets a little weird. It gets weirder than that comment because Lita's back. Lita's back. She is backstage with Coach. She They recapped what happened between the Hardys and Brock last week when the Hardys just demolished Brock with chairs. 
Um, oh, yeah. At Backlash, it's going to be Brock Lesnar in his debut match against Matt Hardy. Cool. But uh, here's where it gets a little weird. Paul Heyman interrupts. He says that Lita should be worried. He charges into Lita's dressing room and immediately grabs Lita's underwear. What, Paul Heyman? Paul Heyman. Oh. Uh, he says that Matt can play safe or rough. The choice is his. But it all depends on how Lita wants to play with Paul. Lita slaps Paul in the face and he says, Good, Lita. I like it rough. Whoa. <laughs> All Yeesh. while holding her underwear. He's got like a pink thong. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. But that, that's not where there's, it gets weirder than that later in the show. So buckle in for that. But, I mean, I think I'd be less creeped out if it was somebody other than Paul Heyman. But, it was weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, and he was like right up real close to her. It was odd. Uh, we got the Hardy Boys taking on Booker T and Goldust. Um, nothing too crazy in the match. You know, it's just a standard little tag match. The Hardys set up for like the twist of fate swanton spot. They hit it. But as Jeff is hitting the swanton, Paul Heyman comes out with Lita's underwear. Um, Matt chases him. Like he's on the stage. Paul is at the stage. Matt's in the ring. Matt chases, uh, Heyman. Booker T takes out Jeff in the meantime. And Goldust gets the win over Jeff. All right, but uh, while Matt is back and forth between watching and, and watching Heyman and watching, you know, Jeff lose, Heyman has Lita's entire bag, and he's going through her all of her underwear, sniffing her underwear. I'm not even kidding when I say that. He's <laughs> he's he's sniffing her underwear, um, and then it it it's just odd. <laughs> he has just he's got all of it just on the stage. Matt goes to chase Heyman. Brock comes out. Um, Matt gets hit with a brutal F5 on the stage. It's nasty. Jeff chases off Brock with a chair. Matt is out cold. Leader and Jeff check on Matt. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Just for the F5. Not for the sniffing of underwear. <laughs> yep. i give that a 9. Uh, I couldn't. <laughs> it's just like Brock, uh, Paul Heyman is... Sniffing Lita's underwear in front of 15,000 people while Lita watches and her boyfriend watches and her boyfriend's brother is there. <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm, not, I'm not talking about, you know, that side of things, but Goldust and Booker, is this the start of their thing? It's the start of Book Dust. Yeah. That's I'm all about. you can look forward to. I'm all about Booker T and Goldust. They are fucking great. They are great. Um, yeah, so I gave it a 7 out of 10. There was some underwear sniffing that I was like, oh boy. <laughs> um, I never thought I'd say that, but here we are. Uh, so JR is in the ring and introduces Triple H. They hype Triple H and Hogan. It's a standard Triple H breathing promo <laughs> that he does the game. I honestly did not pay attention, so I'm not even going to bother to rate it. <laughs> okay. I, I I zoned out. I'm not going to lie. All I heard was Hogan and, and that, and I was like, I don't even know what he just said. All I could hear was his breathing when he cuts a promo. <sighs> just standard Triple H stuff. Whatever. This is the first time he's been on Raw since we started this. 
Uh, he was on the first Raw. He wasn't on last week. He was on the week before, though. Uh, see, remember, it was going to be week, it was going to so. be it was going to be Undertaker and Triple H for that brief moment, and then it got changed to Hogan and Triple H. Yeah. I, I I I actually went to celebrate them briefly. Yeah, I seen that. I was Hogan. like, what, "What are you fist pumping?" <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck are you going on about?" <laughs> but anyway, uh, we got the main event now. It's uh, Undertaker in the NWO versus Steve Austin and Bradshaw. <sighs> it's a back and forth handicap match. To be honest, I wrote I wrote back and forth handicap match. Bradshaw can fuck right off. To be honest. <laughs> Fuck wow. Bradshaw, dude. I hate this. <laughs> the whole match is built around Austin, really. The whole match is built around Austin and Texas. <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode is just Texas. Um, you know, there's all chaos stuff with the NWO and they're using the numbers, but it ends with Bradshaw getting the win over X-Puck with a clothesline from hell, which was nasty, by the way. Um, we'll give the it end that. of... Well, yeah. Um, NWO attack Bradshaw after the match. It's a brawl between them while Taker smacks Austin with a chair to the head. Raw is over. I gave it a 7 out of 10. The whole show overall got a 67%. It was a bit just... It was everywhere. There was a few good segments. Um, uh, Backlash is being built, I guess. So, eh, it was fine. The the sniffing of the underwear segment really... uh, Took me through a, took me on a real roller coaster, because uh, it just was just nutty. <laughs> um, yeah, but other than that, Raw was whatever. So much fucking I mean, Bradshaw. My, my uh, biggest takeaway from that is that you didn't ask me to do your percentage this week. So hey, I didn't last week. Back off. Did, I worked it out last week. Did, did you? Did you? I, we have it on podcast video, video <laughs> not video audio evidence. That I did it myself. I know that I did it myself because I have it written on my last set of show notes. The oh. first week, though, I didn't know what I was fucking doing. I'm like, please do math. I mean, speaking of percentages, um, I won with 52% this week. If this you, bitch! Uh, forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm just saying, I, I, had a, I had a segment intro for Trish Stratus this week. I'm just saying, I, I'm putting in the work. I watch Raw all in one go. This guy doesn't. This guy fucking doesn't. He has to wheeze it into his time. I'm committed to the cause. <laughs> so I put in half the effort is what you're saying, and yet I still win. And that's what pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn on all of the people so... Oh, man. I'm going to be... Remember when... Remember Tough Enough, the last Tough Enough? Did you watch the last Tough Enough, like with Jericho as the host? No. Oh, well, anyone that can relate to this that watched The Last Tough Enough and that little Sarah Lee girl won when Mandy Rose really should have won because she was better than Sarah Lee, but because she was a heel, they didn't vote for her. That's how I'm going to go with this if people are going to not vote for me. I'm just going to turn on you all. And I'll just be like, fuck y'all. Yeah, you're not, not going to win people over, mate, doing that. But I'll be committed to my character. <laughs> Fair one. Um, well, ah, that's the end of the show. See ya. <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't actually say no to that, seeing as it's quite late, and I'm actually quite tired. Um, oh, here we go. I'm get the sympathy a, votes because a, gotta, oh, I couldn't do it. There. I'm tired. Vote for me. Vote for blue. 
Do vote for blue. Always vote Don't for blue. Don't vote for blue. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, man. So, um, here's my cell to go 3-0 up before we go into backlash. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't actually write down the description um, before the show like I did last week because the network was fucking up, um, funnily enough. But I can say that SmackDown is hailing from Houston, Texas this oh, week. Oh, Texas! So, you, I, I do actually distinctly remember you last week saying that Raw is always in the better places in the you said you had the better of the phoenix area but this week you were in some university type place we're in houston to my fair point i don't know where texas a&m university is is that in like san antonio let me look that up so then i can rub it in your face that i probably have the better texas (laughs) a and m university you need to ask siri oh shit it's in Oh, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> I've never heard of that place before. It's in College Station, Texas. <laughs> never heard of it. Yep. Yeah, you win on that one this week. So, are we are we are we ending it there? I've just picked up the W. Bitch. No. <laughs> I haven't turned on these people yet. Well, I beat you with regards to uh, geographical location. But I also have a celebrity in the house. Oh. Oh, yeah. One member. I don't know what his name was. But one member of ZZ Top is in the crowd. (laughs) Shit. She got legs. So I'm trying to think maybe is is the backlash theme ZZ Top? Or was he just there? I don't know. Is he Texan? Yes. He might be from yeah. College Ask Station, Siri. Texas. Ask Siri. Um, <laughs> right, so. What do I say? Ooh. Hey, Siri, where is ZZ Top from? <laughs> <laughs> they know. Here's what I found. Oh, they're f- well, they're both from Houston. Well, there you go. They're, they're not from College ex- Station. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, SmackDown kicked off with a match this week. Not a Kurt Angle promo. And um can't relate. <laughs> well this is this is this is the bit that I always look forward to every episode now. Uh Billy and Chuck. Oh hell yeah. I ain't gonna put you down in this segment. Go for it. I love Billy and Chuck. Hype them up. I'm not, Hype, sa- I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, you know, whether you like them or not, I'm just saying sing that fucking song. Oh you look so good to me. He oh Oh, I'm proud of myself on that one, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I went from, I went, did you see my face then watching me? I went from like proud to instantly depressed. <laughs> I might actually capture that and uh, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. So, uh, Billy and Chuck uh, versus Albert and Rikishi is the, whoa, hang on a minute. Whoa, that's, that's not right. Fucking hell. Rewind. <laughs> Billy and Chuck with Albert against Rikishi and Al Snow. And oh, Maven. Whoa, the drink. Whoa! Bringing out the big guns. We got Maven in oh, the house. Yes. So, um, Albert still hasn't shaved since last week. He's still a hairy motherfucker. Yeah. Um, um, I actually put here that just an interesting tidbit is that there's actually three future trainers in this match. Or current trainers. He had Al Snow, who did Tough Enough. 
He had Albert, who is Matt Bloom, who is now in NXT, doing his thing over there. And you had Billy Gunn, who was part of the uh, PC for quite a while. I thought that was an interesting little tidbit. Mm. Your face says you are very, very interested in that. Um, Um, I'm just waiting for you to talk about Billy and Chuck and Rico. Where's Rico? Oh, he's there. Of course he's there. You didn't give him any Um, billing. Billing? (laughs) Billing. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, it was was standard stuff. Um, Eventually, Rikishi got the hot tag to come in. And I actually really like Rikishi's moveset. Like, it's very fun. Yeah, he's he's surprisingly agile agile for a big man. Yeah. Um, And this all sets up a uh, stink face in the corner. So, Chuck is um, behind Rico, so it was going to be a double stink face. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, before he could pull it off, though, Albert comes in and kicks Rikishi in the head. And then from there, the match builds up a little bit more before uh, Rico does his usual fly into the ring, kick somebody's head off, and then fly back out again. The victim in this case was Al Snow, and actually put in brackets, nasty, I mean, that, that spinning kick that he does looks brutal. Um, Good old Rico. But then that leaves Maven and Chuck in the ring. And this there's two of these instances in SmackDown tonight. And this is the first one. Maven wins with a crossbody. Of wow. all fucking moves to win. Riveting. Crossbody. <laughs> yeah. And there's another one later on. You'll know exactly what it is when I get to it. Um, it was an okay match. And it didn't... Nothing came out of it. It was just, there's your match. Crossbody, win, done. Six out of ten. Lit. And here is... Um, here's our uh, Sean Stasiak cameo. Oh, God. In the next segment. So, Billy Kidman, Cruiserweight champion, is in the hey. locker room. He's watching... Uh, hey. He's watching... <laughs> Billy Kidman's song. <laughs> so do I, but it's... Hey. Hey. Uh, <laughs> baby. Baby. I don't know what the words are. Um, so you got Kidman in the locker room and he's watching Stasiak's promo. And he says, this is the stupidest thing that I've ever seen. You should yeah. watch the rest then, of the Raw then. <laughs> and then Hurricane comes flying in and he says, what the hell is that clown doing? Wait a minute. Did he literally come flying in? <laughs> oh yeah, he did his whole Superman Shtick, okay. <laughs> superhero shtick. Um, and then oh, this this was really weird. Kidman started saying that oh, nobody knows who I am and nobody cares about my backlash match. It was just very weird. I don't understand why, why they're going with that gimmick with Kidman. It was bizarre. So Hurricane gives him some tips and says to him, um, throw in a couple of cheap pops about Houston. Say, it's great to be in Houston. And then the crowd reacts, and then he says some other crap about Houston, and the crowd reacts again. And then uh, he says, uh, and uh, Hurricane is my tag team partner for tonight. Nothing from the crowd. Oh, Nothing. Absolute dead silence. Oh, they could have piped it in, too. In they post, and they didn't. <laughs> That's sad. And then, I also put here that, um, I, mean, that, that was that, I mean, that was more or less the segment, but Hurricane kept calling um, Billy Citizen Kidman, which... I quite enjoyed. Um, but I gave that 6 out of 10. Cool. So, yeah, it was what it was. Um, oh, here we go. 
Stacy. Hell yeah! Here we go. Uh, here we go. Stacy goes um, to Hogan's dresser, raps on the door, and then drops a. And sniffs uh, her. He's she's, got a, she's got a bottle of water. She drops the uh, drops her underwear. Um, <laughs> drops her bottle lid. So oh. she about she does a one eighty, bends over to pick it up, and then Hogan opens the door, and there is. It's the, there's a lot of this in this show. The camera angle is just placed so that it kind of looks like Hogan is doing something. <laughs> so I'll, let, just I'll got, let you use your imagination. He's just got a massive erection at this point. Yeah. Um, she turns around and says, look, Vince wants to see you in his office. So in they go. And then what is a complete uh, massive turn of events is that Creepy Vince isn't creepy for uh, Stacy this week. He's actually oh. creepy for Hogan. Oh no! And he's, oh, he's saying, "Hogan, you look really good. You look great." <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> and then he asks Stacy what she thinks of him, and then he she says that she really loves his arms and that they're oh. almost as big as Vince's. Oh, I'm gonna spew. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Stacy then uh, is told to leave by Vince and then it was a very weird promo like Vince was kind of saying this is deja vu um, for Vince that he's seen this situation with Hogan before where he's had this you know massive swell of of support and momentum before going into a, a championship opportunity so he was referring back to when just before Hulkamania was born and just before he became WWF champion, he was just like, this is all happening again. And he's saying, is it possible that this happens again? Is it perception or is it reality? And this whole reality thing just seems to be a running theme throughout the night. It's all very strange. Um, and then Vince, I mean, we always get anybody who feuds with Hogan or has any kind of promo against Hogan. Vince does... What are you going to do when reality comes down on you? There's always that shit every single time with Hogan. It's either Hogan saying it himself, which is annoying in its own right, or you'll have whoever he's like opposite doing it. It's, yeah, ridiculous. I give it a 6 out of 10. I am so fucking confused on what's happening. He asked oh, Stacy yeah. to leave, but she was just... But, and then he said Hogan... Uh, it was, yeah, it was very weird. I think, I think it was playing into some mind games, but yeah, I didn't really get it. Um, then we go into a match. We have Tajiri and Chavo Guerrero Ooh. versus Kidman and Hurricane. And Tori again comes out in the, uh, the Komodo. Oh, yeah. And Taz randomly asks, how does Tori cook sushi in that outfit? <laughs> which is a very strange thing to say um, and the, but this one this one's actually even better you get two how classic she... Taz lines <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just <laughs> how does she cook sushi in that outfit it'll get in the way because <laughs> she just wears it all the time she's with the jury <laughs> what Taz, the fuck Taz is asking the real questions here um, and then Taz, as, as Kidman's come into the ring, like he kind of just like wipes, like just touches his nose, wipes his nose. And Taz says, um, Kidman's just wiped the shit off his nose because he's been up the arse of Houston all night. 
I'm sorry, I'm still in that sushi comment. <laughs> Is that racist? I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe 2002, you could probably get away with it, but not, <laughs> not now. Sushi. How does she cook sushi wearing that kimono? <laughs> I'm picturing Tori Wilson in a kitchen making sushi, but she's in full kimono. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm gone. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> um, but her so song's playing. <laughs> She's just like rolling sushi. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm good now. <laughs> sure. I'll get. I'll probably get you something else. I'm sure. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I've put here that Tajiri has the best kicks. I don't know whether I meant that like of all time or just at that moment. You're still pissing yourself. I'm still <laughs> laughing because I'm still she's still in a kitchen to me. So, <laughs> um, Hurricane hits a choke slam, which he's incredibly shocked that he's actually done because I don't think I've ever seen him hit that choke slam before. Um, but Chavo comes in, breaks up the pin. And then the heels work together to hold Kidman back. Tajiri kicks Hurricane in the back of the head for the win. Um, Kidman goes in, kind of consoles Hurricane, see if he's okay. Then he gets a kick in the back of the head by Tajiri. And it was good. It was a good little match. I give it, uh, I give it 7 out of 10. But after the match, same old stuff. More Japanese bollocks towards Tori as they head up the ramp. That's presumably going to a kitchen to make sushi. Um, then we have a, a recap of a fantastic segment last week um, where Mark Henry was taking bets whether he could stop a limo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so this week, Henry comes out and is asked what feat of strength he'll show today. And he says he's going to lift up a car. And the guys are taking bets again. Tess disputes that the car isn't real, so he's going around the car, checking the insides, check, checking that there's an engine in there, and Farouk is just like, you think this is Mattel? And then Tess goes to try and lift it himself, but fails. It says that he's been to the gym three times, so he's a bit drained. And he says he throws down a 100 bucks that Henry can't do it. And of course, Mark Henry does lift the car up. So when Farouk goes to collect the money, Tess shortchanges him, um, attacks Farouk, slams him onto the car, and then is pulled away. So I actually gave that a 7 out of 10. I actually didn't mind it. It was a lot better than last week. That is a letdown um, after that comment by Taz. He stole this show for me. He may have stole the week <laughs> for me. And I had sniffing underwear on my show. <laughs> yeah, you've peaked. Yeah, I have. I've peaked. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. So Hulk is out now. Um, I've put Hulk with the shit music is out, is actually what I put. Um, Not wrong. Still no voodoo child, sadly. Um, he comes out and he says, this whole reality thing yet again, will it be a reality on Sunday that he wins the title? And he said that he never thought he'd be back in WWE and never thought Hulkamania would be running this wild. And he doesn't want it to end. And then he says he took the title for granted years ago, uh, but absence makes the heart grow fonder. Um, and could this be his last chance to be a champion again? I fucking hope so. Um, 
He says, you can call this all sentimental crap, but this is reality. There it is again. And They're really committed to it. this, aren't they? Oh, yeah. it does. That's not even the end of it. Um, and then I put shit Hulk stuff. So I'm assuming that's when he was doing the whole what you going to do stuff and his 20,000-inch pythons and yeah. Um, but then Chris Jericho comes out. Yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah. In a shiny Playboy shirt. Of course. So he's rocking all... Last week he had the flame shirt. This week he has a shiny Playboy shirt. So he is the fa- he is the fashion statement of SmackDown. Um, he says the reality um, is that Hogan is a farce, a joke, and that he is the has-been around here. Calls Hogan a grandpa um, and says that Hulk Hogan ended when the Rubik's Cube was invented. Mm. Um, (laughs) and he said it's not fair that he's being left off the uh, backlash card when hogan lost at wrestlemania so why the hell's he in it which is fair point actually to be fair i mean Uh, so did jericho but (laughs) well yeah but But it's it's chris jericho so it doesn't matter he gets a buy hogan um he says that he despises triple h for taking the undisputed championship away from him but says he at least had the honor of beating the best in the world in doing so yeah um hogan just pretty much just tells him to shut up and if you've got something to say come say it to my face dude so jericho comes down to the oh, ring man. hogan attacks him pretty much straight away but then angle comes down um quickly followed by edge angle and jericho are thrown over the top rope end of segment sounds awesome i gave that i actually gave that eight out of ten. Oh wow i actually enjoyed it despite hulk's involvement it really picked up with uh, Chris Jericho, so he's well, he's yeah. always the savior when it comes to Hulk Hogan segments on fucking SmackDown at the moment. Relatable. Um, then we go to backstage, and for some reason, Vince is incredibly pissed off at Edge um, <laughs> for getting involved with the Hogan situation. I don't know why he was he was spouting some baby shit shite to Hogan like ten minutes before, and now he's pissed off at Edge. Um, he tells Edge to get out of the arena. So Edge squares up to Vince and says that he sees fear in Vince. And he asks, is that fear because he's scared of what he'll do to his lapdog Kurt Angle at Backlash? Or is it because it's actually Edge that scares him? Is there like 400 matches at Backlash? (laughs) There's a lot of matches. There seems to be a lot of matches at this show. (laughs) Uh, um, So Edge leaves. And then in comes Stacy. And uh, she consoles Vince. Oh. Um, and asks what she can do to help. And then Vince responds by saying that he's feeling very aggressive. And I, f- I actually thought it was like a sexual like thing aimed towards Stacey, but it actually wasn't, which not, there's not actually that much creepy Vince this except week. Except for Hogan. Which, <laughs> except for Hogan. Uh, and then he orders Stacey to go and get uh, Triple H and bring him to his office. Um, and then a follow-on from... I gave that 7 out of 10, by the way. Um, then we go to another match, which was built from earlier, Test versus Farouk. Um, they get straight into it, because it's obviously it's personal. Hmm. Um, I actually put that Teddy Long is refereeing this match. Because I don't think I've seen him at this point since I've been watching SmackDown. So it was always interesting to see a uh, player, player, player in there. Um, Test tries to use the ropes as leverage. But Teddy Long sees it and obviously breaks it up. There's a little bit more of um, some back and forth. 
And then uh, Farouk rolls up Test and then puts his feet on the rope and he wins the match. All right. Good booking. Fantastic booking. And then he turns around and eats a big boot from Test. Five out of ten. That's it. Dud. Whatever. Um, Then we get Stacy going to uh, Triple H's locker room to go and get him. And once again, the camera angle is a treat. So it's You've it's got, suggestive. You've got, you, it is very suggestive. You've got Triple H sat down, and then the camera's on the ground, and as it kind of pans away, you see like Stacy's legs in like a triangle with like Triple H's head just like in between. Yeah, saucy. It's all. It's all yeah. It's all about that. Um. Yeah, I've actually yeah I've put camera angles are hilarious. Yes, they are. Um. Triple H kind of says, like, what do you... Like, I know that you, like, have a massive crush on me, but it doesn't mean you can keep barging into my locker room. And she's all like, like oh, no, no, I don't. Wow. Then he takes his top off, and then you've kind of got Stacey, like... <laughs> wait! Wait, 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 wait. Hold the... Back up. Um, He takes his clothes off. What's going on here? <laughs> it just takes his top off. But he's clearly trying to... Uh, get Stacy to feel some things. Um, yeah, and yeah, Stacy's loving it. Um, you know, she's initially like, oh, no, 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 that's not for me. But then she grows into it, gets the fanny flutters, um, especially when Triple H starts doing a titty dance. Oh. Um, but then um, <laughs> Triple H responds to all of this. Obviously, Stacy wants him to come with her to uh, Vince's office. Triple H says, you can't make me come just by telling me to. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. So maybe he's creepy. Creepy trips this week. Well, you know. Um, yeah, he says he'll go to Vince when he gets there. I gave it 7 out of 10 because it's quite funny. It did make me laugh. And you got, you got a shirtless Triple H, so I mean, it's a treat for our doing, eyes, too. Yeah, and doing a titty dance as well. Perfect. Nice. Um, then we have a Hardcore Holly interview, who's a personality oh. fucking vacuum. Wow, um, that, that's, that, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> um, he's a bit of a dick to uh, Charmel, who's interviewing him. Uh, oh, Charmel. Yeah, Charmel. I was shocked. I was like, <laughs> that's why I wrote Charmel down, so I remembered. So I don't know if she was with Booker T at this point. I don't know. Oh, hell, um, King Booker! <laughs> don't do that again. Uh, My pleasure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you will in the next two years whenever he decides to take that on. Um, so he says what he's going to do to DDP in their match tonight. Oh, God, he's fun DDP. Yeah. Holy shit. Standard crap. And then DDP comes in to defend Charmel with a big old smile on his face. And says that Holly is a bully and it's starting to beep him off. Ah, uh, you see, we would have got the full experience there's the, week, there. there's the weekly sensor there for SmackDown. It was shit. I gave it 5 out of 10. <laughs> it was shit. Good work. <laughs> I rated it shit out of 10. <laughs> um, and then, again, we got... Obviously, had the Vince Hogan stuff from earlier, which was weird. And it kind of continued. So, Vince... Uh, we, got, we went to Vince in his office. Triple H came in. Um, and then questions Triple H if he can drive a spear through the heart of Hulkamania. Um, if Hogan wins, he then says Triple H will be exclusive property of SmackDown. It was nothing. 
It was a nothing thing. Five out of ten. I don't know if it's just because I was losing interest at this point because it was a lot of this just crap. Five, five out of ten. That's what I gave it. And it doesn't get any better because now we have DDP versus Hardcore Holly. Much anticipated this match. I've put, it's a short match. Nothing much happens. Now I'm going to take you back to when I said that Maven won with a crossbody. Right? Oh, Hardcore no. Hardcore Holly won with a fucking standing drop kick. I yeah, that was his finish for a little while. Was it his finish? Yeah, it was <clears throat> from memory oh, fuck. for a brief Jesus time. Fuck. Well, it got him the free count in this case, which was ridiculous. Um, Holly then went to attack DDP again, but then he ate a diamond cutter. End of segment, five out of ten. Just shit. Wow, end my life. Um, then, then we go to Angle and Jericho backstage. The saviors of SmackDown. Um, they've said what happened um, earlier is a good thing because it gives Angle a reason to beat the hell out of Edge at Backlash and it gives them both a reason to beat the hell out of Hogan and Triple H tonight. And then Chris triggers Angle by, he says, like, you know, you're going you're gonna to get, you're going to beat down Triple H, you're going to lock him in the ankle lock and then you're going to, and he says, you will suck the life out of him. And, oh no, that's not it. Yeah, no, that is it. Oh no, that was it. You put him in the ankle lock and you suck the life out of him. And then suddenly Angle's just like, what did you just say? Don't say that. And he's just like, what, what the fuck are you talking about, Kurt? What the hell are you talking about? And he says, you said it. And he was just like, what? Well, say what? And he was just like, before, did, like, which bit are you fucking talking about here, Angle? And he was just like, um, you said you suck. And he's like, no, I didn't. He said, I've just said, you're going to trap him in the ankle lock and you suck the life out of him. And he's like, you said it again. And it's it just triggers him. Bless him. He's, he's having a whole you suck fucking paranoid, horrendous fucking episode. Um, and Kurt then just rolls off saying that he doesn't suck. And Y2J for the whole thing just looks incredibly confused. Same. Um, Can relate. Can fucking relate right now. That segment yeah, just went it was... in and I was like, huh? But cool. I, yeah. I would give it a 9 out of 10. <laughs> it was weird. And then you had you suck chance after everything Angle says. Yep, standard. 7 out of 10 I gave that. There seems to be the theme here. I'm, I'm sensing a theme. Yeah. This, it's, this show is 7 so, out of 10. So you've got 7 out of 10s and reality. And suggestive camera angles. And uh, Triple then, H titties. This, <laughs> this is one you'll love. Oh. Because Devon is here. Oh, my brother, testify. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, welcome to the ring as Vince's spiritual advisor. Mm. Um, and then, yes, yeah, a couple of testifiers are thrown in there. And he says that he's found him. I mean, it was a long promo, but the gist of it is that he's found himself and he's found God. Can you remember? Followed- hey, can we just, uh, sorry to interrupt for a minute, but can you remember when Mr. McMahon fought Shawn Michaels and God? I do recall. And they had the spotlight going down to the And ring. it was like, oh, and Shane and Vince practiced McMahonism. <laughs> I sorry mean, we're going to cover that. Sorry, now, sorry, to, sorry to inject right there, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it was just a classic Backlash match. Actually, that match take, took place at Backlash 2006. So we're, in four years' time, we'll cover that. Jesus Christ. Mystic Man um, versus God. Who won? I'm 
pretty sure, pretty sure Vince went over. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Maybe Sean did. I don't know. I, I, I'm fairly certain I, I, I'm that God didn't get the cover. Vince. Well, yeah, he probably beat God at this point. <clears throat> oh wow! Um, so <laughs> Devon says there's 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 a prophet who has been you know telling him stuff. Uh, it says he's a wealthy man, and that prophet is actually Vince McMahon. What? Um, <laughs> and then I've put, he speaks shit. Oh. And then I finished it off with, he goes and gets donations. Yeah. Five out of ten I gave that one. So five, I think five out of ten is the running theme rather than sevens. Um, and then we have the main event, which is Jericho and Angle versus Hogan and Triple H. Um as he did last week, Triple H pulled down Kurt's trunks again. But this this time he's actually... I feel a little bit betrayed because he's wearing a red thong. I'm just going to smile. I'm just going to smile. Yeah. Uh, I've actually put brackets traitor. The prick. Um, then Angle attacks Hogan for laughing at him for that whole thing. Oh. Um, and Triple H tags him in. Um, Angle gets bested and he tags Jericho in. Jericho comes in, mimics all of Hulk's signature poses, and challenges Hogan to a test of strength. Oh, God, um, that's going to go well. Of course he loses. Um, but then Angle comes in from behind, blindsides Hulk, um, Hogan. They double-team attempt him, but then Hogan gets the fucking um, the upper hand on it. Shock. And then, I haven't actually... This is the first time I've actually said this. Um, in this episode, last week we had loads of them, like all the stuff that used to happen back in the day, but doesn't really happen now. This is the first one we get this episode, and we got a toss. And not only did we get a toss, we got a toss from Hogan to Jericho into Kurt Angle, knocking him off the apron. Classic. Classic 2002. Um, The ref... Some more stuff happens, then ref goes and deals with Hogan in the corner... And then Chris Jericho low blows Triple H. There's another thing that used to happen all the time. And then we all build to that much-anticipated Hogan hot tag. Is he hulking up? Is he is oh, he hulking, hulking up? I've actually, I've actually put hulks up and then in capitals, snore. Um, he goes for the leg drop, but then Y2J drags him out of the ring before he can hit it on angle. Uh, throws him into the ring barricade, and then he goes and grabs a chair. Um, gets in the ring. Obviously, Tim White's not very happy that he's brought a chair in. So he's then <laughs> thrown over the top rope. Tim, Tim White's taken a bit of a battering in these last two. He got an elbow <laughs> drop from Chris last week, and now he's just been <laughs> fucking thrown over the top rope this week. Bless it. No wonder he quit in the end. <laughs> um, then uh, Chris Jericho misses a chair shot on Triple H. Triple H goes for the pedigree, but again, double teams from uh, Angle and Jericho. Um, until Hogan eventually finds his way back in. He goes to hit Angle with the chair, but then his Triple H. Oh, no! Mm-hmm. So then we have some more double-teaming from the heels. Um, Edge comes in and makes a save, gives Angle a spear, and then chases him through the crowd. You get Hogan leg drop. Hogan stands up. Or Hogan leg drop on Chris. Then Hogan gets up and then eats a chair shot. By Triple H. And that's the end of the show. The, the match didn't have a conclusion. Oh. There was no DQs. There was none mm-hmm. of it. It just seemed to just... Just end. It was a no contest. Just by ending. Just by just by 
No rights reserved in the corner showing up. End of match. I gave that whole thing a 6 out of 10. It wasn't the best. So 92 out of 150 possible points, which comes to 61% is what I gave SmackDown this week. But SmackDown was worse this week than it was last week, and I gave it a higher percentage, which is... It just seems odd. It seems a bit odd. A little concerning. <laughs> but there you go. That was SmackDown. And it, to be honest, both shows were fucking terrible. I mean, if I was voting, I know that I would... Well, would you want, you know, Hogan or the pure and wholesome Molly Holly? I mean, I know what I would vote for, but that's just me. Or would you go for Chris Jericho, the GOAT? Or would you go for Bradshaw? Well, I'd fucking vote for Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fucking... I don't care what show Bradshaw's on. He's pissing me off. He's just <laughs> always fucking there. Go away. I don't think I've ever said this before, but I can't wait until Backlash just to see if Hall will win over Bradshaw. But I'm not holding my breath on Scott Hall getting a victory here. Who knows? Yeah. The NWO, mate. I'm endure that with you. You have to put up with me live reacting to Bradshaw, which is going to be interesting because I get mad. I get real mad. But you also get to see me react to Trish Stratus and Jazz. And that's going to be my segment of the fucking night already. I already know it. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I am. I'm going to have to... I, see, I can't edit it out because it's a watch along. So I have to put up with it and then relive it when I listen to it back. I don't want to be doing that. Trish Stratus and the girls. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Da da da. Proud of myself again on that one, and then instant depression. Oh, I mean the whole the fuck it. The two shows this week was instant depression. It just wasn't great. These are go home shows as well. I know where I'd rather be than watching those shows. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But there you go. That was. I mean, that's episode three in the bag. We're already in episode three, and we're already about to hit backlash. Like, it's, it's mental. Like, how long have we been doing? Like, a month and a half? From when we actually started the whole, like, came up with the idea. Oh, yeah. Now. I was like, a month and a half? You need to do some counting here, dude. It's been, like, three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> well, I don't know. Then we had the watch along, and then the teaser. That's four weeks. Five weeks. Oh, maybe I'm putting my foot in it here. Maybe oh, it is a month yes. and a half. <laughs> Therefore, you should vote blue. <laughs> vote for red. Vote for red. If you can't count like me, come to the <laughs> to the dumb side of things and vote for red. There's nothing wrong with not being able to count. Some people can't count in this world, unlike other people. <laughs> Ooh, Dits is so smart. I, I know that I can at least count to two. I can count to ten in French, so back off. I would say go for it, but I don't really want to hear you speak French. It's not great. <laughs> I I've learned I learned French in like grade like two to six or two to seven. Um, I can I can remember how to say my name, like introduce myself, and count to ten, and that's about it. I'm it's wow. Jemapel Josh. That's how you say hello. My name is Bonjour Jemapel Josh. That's hello. My name is Josh. So last week we had a geography lesson, and this week we've got a uh, French lesson. Yeah, bonjour, bitches. I don't know how to say there bitches you know. in French. So. 
<laughs> so bonjour, it's bitches. A pretty, uh, it's probably a pretty universal word, that, to be honest. Bitches. Bitches get stitches. Wow. I don't know why I went there, but they do. <laughs> it's not like I'm lying. It's not like I'm lying. They do. <laughs> You're not the godfather. You don't know that. Well, you don't look like the godfather. Looks can be deceiving. You could probably get away with being the good father. Not the godfather. I didn't do that. That sounded like a pig. That was not the right to sense of music at all. That sounded like a pig you are squealing. You roll today. Like, thank, Jesus. Thank you. I agree. Christ. This is some kind of... This is, this is an outro. You see... I just speak, and I'm speaking from my heart or my ass. I really don't know at this point. Yeah, I'm going with your ass. This is some (laughs) verbal diarrhea going on right now. Vote for me, please. Vote for blue.